Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Wanted to go over a story from Zero Hedge that I think is fascinating on multiple levels, especially since I've spent the last, call it two weeks, in Islamic countries, uh, considering Turkey and uh, the UAE and Dubai. And uh, let's get into the article. And then I can go ahead and give you my thoughts, because, again, I, I think this is really interesting on multiple levels. So Erdogan, if I'm pronouncing his name right, is the president of Turkey. And the guy's nuts, uh, at least from what I can tell. Uh, but he is he seems to be very, very religious. I mean, one of the big things that he did is he just built this massive mosque that opened, I believe, in 2019 it's up on this hill. And you can see it from pretty much the entire city. And uh, it's, I think he's got quite a bit of an ego because he put these six pillars on it that no one had done since uh, one of the sultans. I, I think it might have been the, the guy that actually conquered uh, Constantinople and turned it into uh, Istanbul back in what the mid 1400s something like that but uh it, it's it's very clear that he is is pro-religious and even if he's not that's his base and that's who he is uh pandering to for sure but also one of the things that uh strikes you when you go to uh, turkey or, or even dubai is uh the the life there um, revolves around religion far more than it does in the West. I mean, way more to the extent that you, you really can't get away from it. Because for those of you who have been to Turkey or been to uh, the UAE, I'm assuming it's like this in other uh, Muslim countries, uh, I mean, like three or four times a day. They've got the speakers everywhere, and you can hear the guy singing like the, the religious songs. I was actually in the airport in Dubai this morning at about, was it 5.30, 5.45? And I'm just going through the line in, in the security, and that's all you can hear is, is just this, I, you know, obviously I can't do it, but you guys, that's all you hear just emanating throughout the entire airport. I mean, it's just, it's surround sound and it's loud. And it's just the, they do this every morning at like, I don't know, 5.30, 5.45, but they do it three or four times throughout the day. So wherever you are in the airport, in the mall, just walking around, it doesn't matter. You're hearing a guy singing it sounds like yelling to me but some guy yelling uh prayers and whatnot everywhere right imagine doing that in the united states where it was mandatory that wherever you are three or four times a day you you hear these the, these prayers being sung right so george what's the point okay let's get into the title of this article from zero hedge Erdogan tells Sweden, don't expect to join NATO after Quran burning incident. So I guess what happened, and, and let's back up here. A few months ago, Erdogan uh, kind of blocked the entrance into NATO of Finland and Sweden 
and people thought that he was just doing that to kind of get some some freebies from the IMF or he's kind of politically posturing he was doing this but if I would not have gone to these Islamic countries over the last couple of weeks um, I would have maybe thought that this is also political posturing or him just uh, you know trying to leverage this situation to uh, you know get loans or or something like that you know because obviously they need dollars a lot it's one of the reasons why their currency is uh inflate why they're experiencing so so much local consumer price inflation but uh i, I don't know I, I think that even for a guy that's probably mostly motivated by politics and and usurping power and control i think that even he may have a line in the sand there when it comes to uh, their religious beliefs. And one thing that's a no-no is mocking or whatever you want to call this, disrespecting uh, their religion. And, it, 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 you know, no matter what's going on in the world, we World War III, global recession, whatever you want to say is the main topic of discussion or the main priority or the biggest problem we have, all of those are low priority compared to, and I'm not going to say, you know, most, because I, I don't know that, but what it seems to me would be most people's view of their religion in these Muslim countries. Like, yes, World War III is a problem, but it's not as big of a problem to them as disrespecting their religion. And so I think it, it, it could be just like, an incredible turn of events if uh, Sweden and and maybe now Finland get the block into NATO as a result of this. And who knows? I mean, you never have a counterfactual, right? Or you can never prove a counterfactual. But maybe if Sweden and Finland would have gotten into NATO, and who knows, maybe they still might, but assuming they don't, Maybe if they would have gotten into NATO, this could have somehow led to an incident that is similar to the Duke being shot and killed prior or kind of the catalyst to World War One. I. I mean, it, it's these countries right now are, are really kind of tap dancing around what could be a just I mean, what words could you use to describe how horrific World War Three would be. And whether we like it or not, I mean, we're very close to that. Now, hopefully, obviously, we won't cross that line. And uh, I think there's a good chance that we won't cross that line. But to say that it's completely off the table right now, I think is ridiculous. And obviously, we're a lot closer to that than we were in 2019, 2020. And so, you know, wouldn't it be incredible if uh, this incident, which I, again, ironically, if we can read here, they burnt the Quran in front of the Turkish embassy in Sweden to pr protest their uh, Turkey blocking Sweden getting into NATO in the first place. I mean, isn't that amazing? Hey 
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So let's go on down the article here. And so it seems the weekend, uh, Quran burning controversy in, in Stockholm was the straw that broke the camel's back. President Erdogan issued some definitive sounding comments on Monday saying that Sweden should not expect support from for from us for NATO. On Saturday, anti-Turkey demonstrations in Sweden's capital included an incident where a copy of the Quran was burned in front of the Turkish embassy. So another layer to this is this whole de-dollarization and 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 BRICS, the BRIC countries coming together. You know, if you stay on this one world system, I think at some point in time, these two philosophies are going to clash. And what philosophies am I talking about? I'm talking about the philosophies where a country is run with the number one priority being the religion and them doing business with countries where let's just say they make fun of that or where that's not compatible compared to that country wanting to do business with other countries who would respect that. So you know, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong, but I doubt that you would have that issue in Russia. I doubt that you'd have uh, this type of demonstration in China. Obviously, you wouldn't have it in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I doubt that you'd have that in Brazil. Maybe you would. But I think the fact that you're far more likely to, to get that in the West would make me believe that the probabilities of the East and West just holding hands and singing kumbaya and definitely into the future, probably pretty low. And this would increase the probabilities that these types of countries, and let's remember, if, if I'm not an expert on this, but I, I believe, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong in the comments here, I believe that there are a lot more Muslims on the planet Earth than there are Christians. And obviously, again, they take their religion very seriously. Uh, it is priority number one, as far as I can tell. So when you're talking about Malaysia, as an example, you're talking about, uh, you know, everyone that I saw in, in Dubai, Pakistan, uh, Turkey, you know, they're going to gravitate towards countries that respect their priorities. And, uh, you know, you may say, to yourself, oh, George, that's nonsense or whatever. You, you know, another thing that you'd I'd throw into the mix there is I spend a lot of time outside the United States. And when I go to Colombia, it's it's not that much of a culture shock. 
for those of you who have been to Colombia, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It, it's not that different than the United States. The people, I would argue, a little nicer, in fact, a lot nicer. Um, there are some differences there, but but not. it's not just this massive culture shock. When you go to the Middle East, and I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying it is way different. I mean, way different. <laughs> there, their, their culture is about as different from the United States as you can get. And again, I don't know how compatible that is. And I would assume that would incentivize them to gravitate towards countries who maybe have a similar worldview or may respect their worldview and where those other countries' priority is just simply doing business. And their, their priority isn't changing um, the culture of that other country. You know, another example I'll give you, I in Dubai, you go to the mall there and you see a lot of gals walking around with just the whole burqa thing, or I don't know if that's what it's called, but just where you can see their eyes. And you know, you hear in the United States, all these people trying to make sure that we're going to get in there and force them to change because that's so uh, discriminatory against women. Well, uh, th that may be all fine and dandy. That may make you feel good, but th that doesn't really go over too well. I mean, maybe they are, um, uh, you know, maybe that is misogynistic. Maybe that is unfair. Uh whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just saying that doesn't go over very well when you've got some country that's 15,000 miles away trying to tell you how you should do things. You know, you can imagine what we would do if, if Saudi Arabia uh, started telling Joe Biden or the administration that the only way that they're going to continue to sell oil in dollars is if the majority of, of, of uh, Americans convert to Islam or something like that. I mean, <laughs> right? And so in their minds, that's just as honorable as us trying to convince them that women shouldn't walk around in burqas or something like that, you know? It, 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 it's, it's very similar. So my whole point here, looking at this from a standpoint of macro, is the more time I spend in these countries, especially, you know, my eyes have really been opened up to this in the last two weeks for obvious reasons, the more I, I think the probability of the world bifurcating um, is increasing. And this is some, and this is something, I mean, you can go down the list from the dollar oil, commodities, energy. I mean, this has massive, World War III, I mean, this has massive ramifications. And so when, when I would encourage you that when you are thinking about how the world is going to change over the next decade, let's call it the 2020s, I would definitely encourage you to think about the priorities in other countries and how they may be significantly different than the priorities in the West and in the United States and also the cultures. I, I think the cultures, I, I would add to that as well.
You know, I think what's weird is our baseline hardwiring is all the same, right? We want what's best for our family. We're going to pursue our own self-interest. That That's universal. If that wasn't universal, we would have gone the way of the dinosaur, right? But when you get to those, um, you know, at the margin with those uh, cultural differences, that, that those are significant. And I, I think that, again, that, that pertains to uh, macro, it, it maybe influences macro even more than we realize. And I think that's the main thrust of, of this video. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.